0: I'm Stephen Jack Butella. I'm Jill Dewitt, and this is the Land Academy Show. This is episode number one thousand nine hundred and fifty-five, and today we are talking about how not every, but maybe any, land deals go as planned. Whatever, what goes as planned in your life, right? You <laughs> think So <And> later, <laughs> uh, later in the in the episode, we'll talk about when and uh, where it's uh, appropriate to build a buyer's list and when it's not for land.
1: Exactly. I have a lot of experience here that's probably why you're listening do you know what's great we're going on this is going to be well heck next year we'll definitely will it be 10 years i'm trying to think when did we start the podcast i have to go back and look but i mean quickly we're going to be rolling on 10 years of this podcast and 10 years of land academy which is amazing my point in saying that is is because we speak of what we know (laughs) and then and then the the years before Land Academy, holy moly, there's fifteen or so years of you doing this business before we even did land Academy.. Yeah.
0: So. We have the experience what she's saying, you she can see all this gray hair.
1: Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, this didn't just happen since we started the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> or since I came along, since I came into the picture more importantly, I didn't do that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Each week on the show, we answer questions from our Land Academy member Discord forum, we review land acquisitions from our weekly uh, ma- member webinars, and we take a deep dive into two land-related topics by request, which I just read. If you want a sneak peek of our Discord forum, go to thelandacademy.com, it's free.
1: And by the way, if you would like us to answer your question, they are rolling in now too, by the way, so cheers to you guys, or you just want some help getting involved with our community, all you have to do is text us at 480-530-7383. We do read all the texts and your question just might be answered here on our next podcast.
0: Hey, before we actually answer this question, Jill's gonna read a success story from uh, Discord.
1: Cool. So we closed on a two-acre property at the end of April for $7,700. Had our drone guy and signs out a few days later. Hadn't even gotten the property listed with a realtor before we had a call and had a full price offer. Two weeks later, closed for $30,000. This one, then. That's, yeah, that's how you do it. I love it. Yeah,
0: that's how you do it. So you netted, uh, geez. what was the purchase after price? Fees, probably eight thousand. She said Oh, Oh, seventy-seven.
1: When I mean, she didn't even get the realtor. Right. That's even so, better.
0: So you made twenty thousand bucks. You do that once a month. You're gonna yeah. make a quarter of a million bucks a year. There you go. That's why we're here.
1: I know. <laughs> All right. So here's the deal. So we got this message in from Jack. He wrote. On a recent 4,000 piece mailer I sent through offers to owners, 3,000 units went to one county and 1,000 units went to another county. I received multiple calls from the 3,000 unit mailer, but zero from the 1,000 mailer county. Seems odd that I wouldn't receive a single response from that county. Could it be something I did wrong?
0: No, Um, and it's very, go ahead, Joe.
1: I was gonna say, I'm just thinking it's time by time this is aired, you probably got calls from it.
0: That's my answer too. Uh, so it's very uh, common, and to really wonder, what did I do based on certain responses? But in the end, if you just wait maybe two days, yeah. it'll all start rolling in.
1: Mm-hmm. That used used to happen all the time in our weekly Thursday calls. We were like. <gasps> I think I did something wrong. I don't think the mail hit. I don't, you know. And then the next day, they're like, "Oops, never mind, my bad." Here they came. It's like always at the very last minute. You think you're like too much time has passed, and then it hits.
0: This shows me you want to do it right. So congratulations. Mm-hmm. You like you care.
1: Well, and I love the. I'm 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 hoping you're like got three thousand to an area that you know, right? And while you're you're looking at other areas to branch out into. Yep.
0: Today's first topic is not every or maybe any land deals go as planned. This topic was generated from a discussion, a detailed discussion that Jill and I had in our last uh, session with Career Path. Mm -hmm. You know, Career Path is this thing we uh, Jill and I instruct, where there's a handful of people that uh, get access to Jill and I for eight weeks, Mm -hmm. and we in depth take a look at you know everybody's situation and how to help them in their land business.
1: It's our highest level of personalized coaching
0: basically. Yeah, exactly. That's really what it is. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think that, I think it's very natural. Uh, it's very natural for a person, the personality type that I have to want to put everything into a box, into a spreadsheet let's say, <laughs> and quantify it and then it's uh, in accounting we call it budget to actual so i want to budget everything out and then i want to see put right up line right next to it what's going to happen that's the actual and then look at the variance and i'll tell you uh, as much as i want to do that with a real estate deal it's just not how it goes
1: you know, that's very, very <laughs> insightful of you to have that much, you know, uh, know that much about yourself and to openly share that. <laughs> so I appreciate that. That's not how I do things at all. This does not bother me at all. I know this bothers you. You would love to know exactly that's going to be bought here, sold here, this much, times 10. Yep. But it doesn't go like that.
0: Buy a donut, you're done. Right. Jill's, uh, to her credit, just is wakes up and she's just gonna see what happens so you know I'm pretty good at sending the mail out making her phone ring and then she doesn't she's just fearless she mm-hmm. really she, she just rolls with whatever happens in a real estate deal and she gets it done she gets across the finish line
1: it's funny I can wake up though I can wake up and go okay I'm gonna buy one of these three properties I've been looking at today whatever it is like say I'm working with a seller and we're not on the same page I'm like or I'll even say all three all three of these guys don't realize it but we're gonna get a deal done today Yep. And I will not stop until I, I I make that happen.
0: But I do think it's really uh, you're going to hurt yourself if you go into this thinking that it, this is it's it's uh, you can put it into a box and then repeat the box True. and then continue forward and just over and over and over. And that's what manufacturing is, True. or how I perceive manufacturing. I was involved in manufacturing a long, long time ago as a teenager in my early twenties in the Midwest, and. I mean, I just watched this happen. So for as an outsider watching somebody stamp out a part or or machine a part, especially on a computerized lathe or something like that, where you know the raw material costs three dollars and and the stainless steel part that's getting machined, you know, if they order sixteen thousand of them to go in some car somewhere or sixteen million in some cases, and you're making hundred and fifty bucks on it. It's like that's an accountant's dream. Right. Real estate deals could not be further from that situation, right? they're all different, you have to completely pay attention, stuff's gonna change and happen all the time, there's people involved. True. When a machine's stamping or lathing something out, there's no people involved in that.
1: <laughs> you know, it's funny, at least our deals, there's not as many people involved as there could be. We don't have lenders involved and inspectors involved and fill in the blank involved, that's nice. But yeah, you're right. You have to, you have to roll with it. You know, every, every day is, every day is kind of different. You don't even know how many calls you're gonna get back. You think, you know, you know, people talk about, you know, we joke, you know, not joke about it, but mailer yield comes up We keep telling everybody don't think about mailer yield, think about getting one. If you think, think of a low number for mailer yield and you get something really good out of it that pays for your mailer. That's positive mailer yield. So let's not think about that. but you can't really accurately say, all right I'm gonna I know I'm gonna get these four, eight, ten deals um, out of every mm-hmm. mailer and even even in escrow things happen yep. you know I'm just thinking about that too. it's it's not a high percentage, but I'm gonna say at least you know a couple out of a hundred. You know that something goes wrong and maybe it's even me maybe it's not even things It's things not going as planned might not even be there was a problem with the property it could be i changed my mind yep. now I, I just you know I, I i'm not loving this like i thought i was and now i don't want to do it so I, so I tend
0: to associate risk with variables so the more variables that there are in any situation or any business situation specifically uh, the more risk there's going to be and so when I uh, look at the risk involved in buying a piece of land we have control over uh, who gets an offer from us we have control over how much we offer and we have control over the number of not offers that we send out total control so if I send out 10,000 offers at 20% of retail value uh, we're, we're gonna get some response back we're gonna get a, a predictable response back I don't know the exact numbers and then I I know from experience because my business partner has historically closed two to five deals in that situation and and we have control over what we pay over those for those deals complete control and so with our experience we don't pay too much. Mm-hmm. So you know that's the good news the bad news is yeah these deals uh, all land deals theres variables
1: mm-hmm.
0: the variables become after you sign the agreement, then you send it to escrow and you start to find out oh maybe there's some back taxes yeah I can live with that variable. Mm-hmm. or if it's not if I can't then I adjust the purchase price oh well if it turns out one of these people uh, that, that's on the deed they passed away three years ago I can deal with that variable it's not something we've dealt with the entire time there's a couple of flaws in the piece of dirt that uh, like maybe it doesn't have access or it has limited access or we have to go do some stuff to get access I accept those variables, and I adjust the price accordingly. So that's the good news. The fact that there these land deals never go as planned, it keeps a ton of people True. out of this business. There's millions of real estate agents in this country. How many manufacturing companies are there? Geez, I bet millions.
1: Mm-hmm. How many
0: people buy and sell land like this?
1: Right. You know, I was just thinking about the... I was, when we were thinking of this topic, there was one property and one transaction that kind of prompted this for me, because because it was, it didn't go as planned. We all went into it. There were a first of all a too many of us um, involved in this transaction because it was a high dollar amount. So there were there were a few of us that all pitched in to take down this deal. It took way too long. <laughs> it sold for much less than, we still like three times our money, right? So it's not like we're all hurting, not crying poor here in like, you know, made a, dis, made a mistake, but it didn't go as planned. We're like, oh man, God, that just, it took too long. How many agents did we have involved? How many times we have to talk about it? How many hurdles that our buyers have to, you know, perceivably in their heads, overcome and that we had to talk them through it just was a pain
0: so as a you know I'm gonna uh, ask you a couple of questions yeah because this is not a negative topic although it was no. it was written that way whoever wrote this topic is a pretty negative person
1: hmm I wonder who that was <laughs>
0: <laughs> as a percentage if you uh, somebody signs and sends your agreement back or they call you and say yeah I want to do the deal this is what's the next step and you look at the deal and you agree in the first 30 seconds that you look at it right that you want to do the deal it has a percentage how many after that point that that light bulb point do you think just don't go as planned Oh uh to get him closed, I mean on the acquisition side, not on the sale side
1: on the acquisition side yeah. is plan oh acquisition side as planned mm. Eighty-five percent.
0: That's. A, I, I was going to say ninety, but I was yeah. going to
1: say ninety-two, but I was being conservative. ninety
0: percent. <laughs> you buy the property and on then, the
1: acquisition side, because I'm the one that's. I'm the one that's controlling that.
0: From the moment you own yeah. it, that again, that's light bulb moment, you own it.
1: This is a good point.
0: When you know, as a percentage, how many are not that don't go as planned on the sell side.
1: This is where it all goes sideways. <laughs> <laughs> really? Well, I'm going to say. Uh, that do not go as planned.
0: Or let's how many goes. Uh, how many go as planned? Like, hey, I bought this thing for thirty, and I know it's worth sixty or seventy, and I sold it pretty quickly.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna say yeah, seventy-five percent go gonna, as planned. I was
0: gonna say eighty-five, nine. I'm
1: feeling pretty good about that, because um, because I already have a number. Like I know that you know this is where you taught me this. I love it at this. I'll take this. You know, I love it at this. I can do this, and I'll settle for this. How many
0: times have you lost money on a real estate deal? Hmm. That really doesn't go as planned. That's my definition of oh wait a minute. Hmm. So I miss really miss something I
1: got I got one uh, two years ago I, I think I broke even I can't remember
0: but it was one really close deal I know this is the point I'm trying to drive home just yes, stuff goes sideways you are, make sure that you, you get the deal back on track you're the deal maker so I think this is great news it keeps a tremendous amount of people out of the business really really low startup costs and you go into it with the right attitude and I'm going to fix this no matter what goes on kind of uh, uh, entrepreneurial spirit
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're going to get out of it just fine worst thing that happens is you do a price reduction and you don't make as much money as, as you thought
1: there you go that's it that's what, that's what I was gonna, I'm gonna go look that up I think I'm gonna make a little separate thing about that that was Lancaster California yep.
0: I know exactly like, which just day you're talking like
1: about. what a oh dumb dumb
0: i approved that deal personally because it was, it was in la county
1: well we knew that guy if it
0: was one county over which then the county line was like 500 yards from that property if it was in i think san bernardino or riverside county i would have not done it but uh-huh. for whatever reason it was in la county a super cheap and uh I made a mistake. I'm
1: like, oh, okay, yeah. You still got out of it. And who cares? It's funny. <laughs> hey,
0: if you have the right attitude and the right entrepreneurial spirit, you're going to smash this. And Most of you are who are in Land Academy All right. You know
1: what? That's the whole point here. Yep. That's really good. if you can roll with these punches, that's why people who come to us that have uh, deal experience or even owning a business experience, you know how to roll with the punches and not give up and just say, well, we're closing up shop, you know, kind of- Yeah, this thing doesn't
0: work. No, it
1: works. It does, you gotta stay with it.
0: (laughs) You already know that because you're successful at other stuff. Let's take a look at one of our favorite land acquisitions from our weekly Thursday member webinar.
1: Would you do this deal? Riverside County, California, 2.3 acres. All right. Has well and utilities, no HOA. Has existing and in, inhabitable single-wide mobile, as well as our as buildings and some improvements. Thinks it would sell fast for 140 as is. Purchase price 93. Okay, buy for 93, sell for 140. All right, let's see what's going on here. Okay, you're gonna probably be able to. Pull this up too, which is great.
0: 388. So they say.
1: It's okay. the same property. Yeah. Can you give me some of that. We scroll down to the numbers and show what the old numbers are because I want to see what was ever listed and all that too. So they paid 10,010. 10, and then they sold it for 20. But, and then they put the thing on it. 10, sold for 20 in 2010. They've got an old 1975 thing on there. We want to buy it for 90 something now. I gotta think about this for I don't a second. Think they put that on there. I think it was there. It looks <laughs> like there's about ninety thousand worth of junk, junk on it. That could be where they're going with it.
0: Well, if this is put, installed in 1975, his grandfather mm. in that California rule for a scrape.
1: So it depends on it. If it's an old classic car under a tarp. Oh maybe. no 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 no. <laughs> yeah. <exactly. clears
0: throat> no no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I I disagree. I think this is a, probably a smoking deal.
1: Okay. Thank you. We got the high. (laughs) Okay.
0: Across the street, we'll do the same thing. Because this is, this passes access, it passes uh, attribute, and it passes adjacent. I wouldn't let this go.
1: Nothing that cheap on the market that what I can see. It's pre-HUD, but they lend on them now. Um, Way out between Temecula and Palm Desert. Yep. Someone's living in it. Oh. And they say I could check it out.
0: So if you're, All right. if you're up for a ride and you're close, I'd look at it.
1: Yeah. It's
0: what everybody wants. Yeah. Just you have to see it, how dumpy it is and just you a feel for it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'd like to know if they're, if these kind of spreads are selling.
1: Actually, two and a half acre. I mean, let's come on, two and a half acres and it's under $100,000. And you could put your head there. That's what I mean. Yeah.
0: Hey, if you want to hear our whole story, go to landacademy.com and download the ebook. It's free. It tells, uh, starting from the early 90s when I was buying and selling uh, long term care facilities all the way up to right now, and the yeah. things that we went through and the tools that we didn't have back then. We didn't have geez, Google Earth, Joe and I had an amazingly difficult time trying to find property just based on a legal description. It wasn't difficult. It was just really time consuming because there was no tool online that you could go type in an accessor's parcel number and find it. So we've sent the sense then created those products, uh, most of them, and, and bought our own uh, printing company so that we wouldn't have to deal with uh, a lot of that. So you get all of that. It's a, it's a good story and it's a real easy read and it doesn't cost anything. Check it out at landacademy.com and look at the ebook.
1: Thank you. That was great.
0: Let's take another question posted by our, uh, our members on the Land Academy Discord online community. Again, if you want a sneak, uh, sneak peek at it, go to LandAcademy.com. It's free.
1: Okay. Patricia wrote, hi guys. I recently joined Land Academy in April. Yay, congrats. Although I've been buying and selling land for the past two years, I've just now been able to take this on since my wealth has grown over the past two years as a result of my land flipping. So I'm listening to the education sections, which we can always benefit from. Whether learned or need to be learned. And they talk about TitleMind and InfoReports, but neither are available any longer. Sounds like great programs. What do you use in place of TitleMind and InfoReports?
0: So I'll tell you a story, uh, a story about Joe and I. And Joe and I decided to, from the moment that we released the uh, program to the public, the Land Academy program, it took us about a year to put together part time. From the moment we released it, What we learned, uh, and I was shocked about this, I don't know if you were, but we learned that our members wanted more tools. They wanted more programs, more access to people like us uh, that have done a bunch of deals and more tools. So one by one by one, Upon our members' requests, Joe and I rolled out tools. Some of them survived and and thrived, like Office Owners mm-hmm. uh, and Parcelfact.com. Mm-hmm. Geez, those are thriving financially. They're thriving and everybody loves them. Mm-hmm. You know, they they all rave about it. So uh, both members and non-members. Mm-hmm. Some of them didn't work. Title Mine's a great example. So Title Mine is designed, you know, people were coming to us saying, I bought this property in Tennessee. Uh, can you guys close it? I can't find an escrow agent and so we Mm -hmm. said sure we're going to open this thing called title Mine. and what we ended up it just got misused Mm -hmm. but and many of these programs worked great Mm -hmm. they just weren't used by our members the way that we that they and we intended them Mm -hmm. and so they would give us all the deals that they couldn't close themselves the Mm -hmm. real problematic ones like people are dead and and there's all kinds of medical liens and mechanical liens and real problematic uh properties so we looked at each other and said I just don't think this is worth it. Those, they, they were deals that weren't, we knew this, because we've done a, mm-hmm. a million deals. They're, these They're aren't messy. deals that are going to close anyway.
1: Exactly. It's,
0: there's not any title company that's, or escrow company that's going to close it. So right. We said, you know, it's just not worth it. And in the end, we're not doing anybody a favor and and nobody wants to hear, yeah this is probably an unclosable transaction or maybe it's closable but
1: we're not the people to do it fi- we're not attorneys
0: but financially <laughs> it's not going to matter yeah. buy for five and sell for eight and it's going to cost you nine thousand dollars for us by the time we get it closed right so we decided not to do it infill reports where can you go get that oh, just you, there's no replacement for good old-fashioned get a local title company and and find one you like uh, for infill Reports was a partnership situation that Jill and I put together with a, a guy in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. a super, super nice guy yeah. who had a tremendous talent for analyzing, de- an infill lot would come in and analyze it and say, what can you do with it? Does it have access? Yes. Can you put a, whole, uh, a uh, mobile home on it? No. Can you put a house on it? Yes. What are the setbacks? And all the details, nitty-gritty great details product. in Infill Reports. And again, by the time uh, we got done with it, by the time we got done with a given info report, he did, and and we put the time in and all. It, we were charging a thousand bucks, and that um, just did, that price point did not work for most people.
1: Yeah, it was awesome product. I kind of miss it too.
0: Right, mm-hmm. well, I'll tell you what has worked, and people just want more, and we're giving them more. Is advanced level education Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's I I thought this would have been the exact opposite right I thought everybody wants tools and nobody wants to talk anymore cuz that's who I am that's not who most people are right and so now we have career path which is crazy successful we Mm -hmm. do it two or three times a year uh, depending on uh, which year Jill feels like she wants to do two or three thanks Um, (laughs) we did we do now a program that we're gonna release here in in next week actually called uh, land Academy Pro where you get access to the people, same people that do my mailers mm-hmm. and the same people that close your deals, the very same exact people, the same database template that we use, the same everything. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, we're, we're going to see how everybody responds to the price point, but it's way cheaper than learning and all this hiring. stuff yourself and, and hiring people. And yeah. you get access to the people that we've vetted for years and years and years. Yeah. Uh, we've already gotten a huge positive response to that. Uh, and And man plan. What we've learned, too, is that not everybody joins Land Academy because they want to uh, be a land investor. They just want to have access access to some people that have figured out how to uh, seemingly comfortably make a bunch of money in life mm-hmm. and have a good relationship. So manplan.com, I anticipate, uh, and the price point there is going to be very, very, very low. So mm-hmm. um, those are real positive things, too. Uh, the, if, if we terminated uh, a program, we terminated it because it just didn't work out for our yeah. members
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna throw in there though by the way title is gonna be it's basically included in land Academy Pro
0: right exactly That really
1: it, it's yeah, kind of mine is, recl- is kind of coming back in a different way Yeah, that's,
0: that's a way to say it it is great way to say it so yeah really cool today's second topic when and when not to build a buyers list
1: so I was going to talk about this for a minute because I can you scroll that up? I just um, it just helps me to see that I did this maybe not. Thank you. Uh, back in the day, okay. So. I would have buyers call me. Um, This was me personally taking the calls and selling our own property. And they were asking about certain properties and maybe that they loved everything about this one, but they wanted, instead of five acres, they wanted 20. Or they really hoped it was in closer to fill in the blank. And I thought, okay, hold on a moment. I'm clearly canvassing this area, right? I'm in this county or, and even all over the country you know we, we've always and forever been had mailers hitting different states different sizes different whatever so I would say look I always have new stuff coming in anyway I would do two things one I would help tell them get on my buyers list which is on my website I put their email on there so you get notified when I get things number two I would try to kind of keep track of it and try to cue things up for them when I talk to them and they're like I'm really serious I just wish it was twice as big, fill in the blank. So I started making notes of this and like, okay, this guy, you know, especially people that were repeat buyers, this guy loves this, this guy wants these. And then I would go out and, you know, and keep my eye out for, you know, any 40 acre in this part of the state with this attribute and queue them up for them. It never worked out. Every time I'd say, hey, you gave me a list of criteria here it is. This is this is the one. I just got this in. It's going to fit your thing perfectly. And then would be like, oh, I don't know. I don't like the way the sun's bounces off the trees on that rock or something stupid. I'm like, what? Like they just, they didn't feel it or there was, they would come up with some other thing. And I realized what a waste of my time. So in the land world, this does not, work this is a huge waste of time and i see people doing it all the time it's so funny i'm watching social media they're like hey does anybody have any properties in fill in the blank county that are with a well between five and ten acres i've got a guy i'm like oh this is funny Mm -hmm. how much time is going to be wasted on that
0: well now you're representing somebody else in in uh, the acquisition and, and sale potential sale of a property which you need to be a licensed real estate agent for it's totally different but Here's the thing, before th- Joe finishes, because she's got, I'm sure.
1: I was just going to wrap that up.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead.
1: And then I'll pass it to you. So um, I see people doing it all the time, and I'm like, this is not what you should be spending your time on. I have other solutions and other ways to do it, and then go for it.
0: So I think that you can really quantify it like this. Mm-hmm. When people have or your customers have really, really similar interests, then you can establish a list and when you get a product in uh, like a piece of land or a certain gauge of stainless steel whatever business you're in uh, then you can send out a list or send out a note and say I got I got another one in and all of you guys wanted the last one so which one of whichever one of them you want it, want it? let me it's here and so that's just not the case with land what they're doing is dreaming you know, there's a, you have an example, like houses, buy, whole, buying houses that need to be renovated are a great example when you should establish a list. That's
1: different, so yeah, so here's here's the back to the land thing. When and when not to build a buyer's list. For for land, no bueno, don't do that. Don't go there, it's dumb. The only thing I would say is do collect emails. Uh, I think it's a great, if you're selling your own property, it's really beneficial, and we've done this over the years, I mean, throughout the years, I should say, I still have it going on, I collect a buyer's list, and if I'm gonna wholesale any property, I just send it out as a spreadsheet. State, county, APN, if I've got an attribute in there or something I need to tell them about the property, it's listed and my sales price. And it's a good sales price, not a make me move, not a retail dumb number, you know, just because I'm reaching out to other professionals. That's a great thing, but again, I'm not building a list. I'm just, like I have emails, Collected that they have opted in to be and get notified and they do get notified.
0: She's not servicing clients or customers. Nah. She's collecting a list and exposing people to like products. here
1: all the stuff I just got in yeah, if you want it great if you don't fine, you know
0: why because they have a similar interest and they're not End-users these right. people they're they're people who are gonna resell it and somehow maybe it's on terms maybe it's for more, you know, take a long time two years to sell it for right. cash
1: Now, the when to do this that I've been really successful is when we have done House Academy and the way that we buy them and the way that we sell them to other wholesalers, like we're selling to someone who's gonna pull the um, dumpster in the driveway and they're gonna do the renovation and all that good stuff. That's That's their game. When they find us and, or we connect basically, Um, and I tell them, here's what I got, you know, and it's gone. They're like, text me, please. When you get another one in this zip code, I'll take, cause those guys are serious. Those guys really, and they mean it. I'll take any three bedroom, two bathroom in this zip code, in this school zone, north of those railroad tracks. I'm with no pool and a Garage, I'm buying it.
0: For less than $200 a square foot or something. And we can do
1: that. And like, I can buy it, I can queue it up like that, I can get that precise and uh, really easy to do. That's a good buyer's list. And it's a short buyer's list. Usually it's like, I don't know, 10, 10 people. And they all get an email, something comes in, not even an email. Um, It's a text, I'll text, actually what I do, I'll tell you truthfully, this is House Academy. I text them, I email them, and I phone call them. I blast them three different ways, and it's like, hey, first come, first serve, and they know it, and they are, they like can't wait to go, what's, you know, I'm driving there now, Jill, what's the lockbox code? All right, here you go, let me know what you think.
0: Here's another circumstance that it really makes a lot of sense to build a buyer's list. Uh, We have a person in uh, this most recent career path that stumbled across, a specific use piece of property that uh, is for a 15-unit apartment building and it's right between two existing multi-unit buildings through existing apartment buildings and so it's very easy to accumulate quick and easy to accumulate a list of all the people who own apartment buildings in that county and just send them a note send them a letter or send them a text that says I've got this property and uh, this is it's off-market and everybody, mm-hmm. lo- everybody loves off market property. That's we love off market mm-hmm. property. We've made a career out of buying land that's off market, mm-hmm. creating a real estate deal for ourselves where it's not, it, it's not not a deal until we call them mm-hmm. or send a note. So it's it's very, going to be very easy for her to establish that list, and then when she's got talks to a few people, let's say there's ten or twelve of them that respond during that conversation they're going to say hey if you ever come across any more multi-tenant uh, land in these eight counties please call me first and so it's really easy for her now then to send out a mailer in those eight counties counties—a real small strategic surgical strike mailer mm-hmm. and expose these these people that own these apartment buildings to those pieces of dirt True. you got to be careful it can backfire because it's what jill said right from the beginning yeah, I don't like the way the sun shines on that one. And so, but let me wrap this up kind of with this topic with this. Our way is the right way. We've proven it. Yeah, buy a piece of I land. tested it. Yeah, you buy a piece of land as cheap as you possibly can right. uh, within reason. And then let the real estate agent that you choose go do the, his job. Let him get it on the MLS, make it look fantastic. Uh, put maps in there and all the features that it might have, water, all kinds of whatever. Make it look as good as, it, as you can on the internet. And the right buyer will find it Mm -hmm. that's a it's way better and then then you don't have two or three or four jobs in life you have one to find and purchase undervalued land that's it and then everybody else does all the work
1: exactly (laughs)
0: let's take a look at another one of our favorite land acquisitions from our weekly thursday member webinar
1: would you do this deal benton county washington accepted offer price sixty thousand bucks which is a $15,000 reduction. All right, so Benton County, Washington, 60,000, thinks we could sell it for 332,000, 35 and a half acres. Um, We have a notarized easement through the neighborhood. Excellent, that was my first question. Great, Uh, neighboring fruit company bought several adjacent tracks at a high price, 30 minutes to Yakima and Tri-Cities, plans for a 10 mile reservoir, two miles away. Acreage in the area comps show $9,000 an acre. Power lines on the property run very, very few polls. we though. Very communicative seller, shows well on photos. Wow, presented last week and presenting again with more details. What did we like? What did, did we did we have questions about it last week that we now have the answers to? Um wonder, Yes. Okay. What were we missing? Oh, probably was access. I'm guessing yeah. it was access. Yeah, that's,
0: that's what I think. And
1: you solved that one. So, so
0: we don't have any uh what they paid for it data. Here's a house on a similar piece of, very similar piece of dirt, $122,000 and 16, but I bet that same house is worth way more, 160. Mm -hmm. So you're going to about to pay $60,000 for a larger piece of dirt that's adjacent. So Mm -hmm. it just comes down to price. Mm -hmm. Maybe talk, put it under contract and just talk to the fruit company.
1: You know, my only question is how long it's time, time to sell is going to be my only question now. Because if I'm gonna tie up 60 grand, I don't know if I necessarily want to tie it up for a year.
0: or maybe just get a partner, get a funding partner.
1: Yeah we that's a logical 30?
0: funding. Yeah, exactly. yeah
1: 30 grand I can tie up for a little while. right 60 of my own money I'm like
0: and then you yeah dissipate the risk too mm-hmm. of something going wrong. These are sold properties. this is a 24. this is the 24. right here is the property.
1: okay
0: nothing for sale
1: How about in the last six months? Out of curiosity, is anything sold there?
0: For a tiny little lot, ten thousand square foot lot.
1: Oh, but it's everything. Is it that's? Is it everything or just land?
0: It's just.
1: Oh, so are we looking at just land? I don't know. Okay.
0: I, I think we're know. two for two.
1: Yeah, that's my only concern is the time. So I just need to find out from a local guy, like exactly. I need and the and I I'm 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 have a straight conversation. You yeah. know, like all right. Even if it hurts, I want the truth. You know, what, what time frame do you think it would take you to sell this? Well, the last one out there, I knew a guy about two years ago. You know, I don't want to hear that. And that could be it. You, and then your next thing is, well, even if I price it at this, what do you think? Yeah, there's not a lot of people that go out there. You know, you just need to find that out. So, but that's, that's my only thing that's good.
0: So you have something yeah. inspirational to share.
1: Yes. Today I want to talk about the top three traits that I've noticed in in successful people. This is this is coming up because. Um, we are wrapping up. By the time this airs, by the time this airs, will be our last career path for group six, mm-hmm. as a matter of oh, fact. sure, yeah. I'm just thinking about that. And it's that's going to be a little kind of sad. It's always sad when we say goodbye, but we don't always, we don't all just go, well, see ya. You know, we all get together once a month, so we're not gone. But anyway, but we're not spending the same amount of time together as we are every week right now. So we have some really, uh, every group is different. And there's, Phenomenal people in every group. And there's often some that just stand out, like, wow, that person is going to kill it. We know. And I was thinking about this individual. We've talked about her a bit. And I'm like, what is it about her that makes her special? And how, what can I share with everybody else so they, you know, are aware of this and can, you know, try to mirror this? One is no fear. If I tell her, I need you need you know here's what you should do. Call this person, find out this this and this and this. She's immediately on the phone. It's not like having to gear up for it or having to think about it or wrap her head around it or whatever it is. It's like okay, good, doing it. And that kind of that kind of goes into number two, which is she follows. She follows our advice without hesitation. She doesn't question it. She's like, I know you guys. Well, clearly, you know what it is. It's like clearly you guys know what you're talking about. I'm going to, no fear, do what you tell me. And the third thing is she's constantly building. She's constantly pushing herself. She's constantly changing her deals. She's constantly sending more mail. She's constantly adding a zero. And I'm like, oh, we just, we did, our discussion the other day ended with, you realize we're not going to hear from her again. I said, yes, so that, that's what happens. People. <laughs> People come into Land Academy and then they go into career Path and they just they are they go off and become wildly successful and then they go dark. They're like, I don't need you, stink, you know kind of thing. It's kind of funny, but it, it's good. It's positive, and we know that. It's like when your when your kids leave the nest and they're like, I got this, mom. You know, it's it's a yeah. positive thing. So you're supposed to it.
0: graduate from college. You too. are. Not just stay there.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you are. So I just, I just, my, you know, my main thing of, of all the three things that I would pick out as the top one: no fear, follow advice, and concept building. I'd say the number one for me is no fear. You know, you just have to just do it. What What would be your number one of those three things? You know, you
0: think is the I, top? this is uh, Tony Robbins has long said this is the one, number one reason why people don't reach their potential. And it's emotion. Ah. Because what she does and what you're describing is just mechanically get through it. True. You know, I'm not going to sit around and worry about what the assessor thinks about me because I have a bunch of questions about a property uh, right. in his county. You know, I'm not I am going to listen to two people who have done sixteen thousand plus deals go out and talk to the other apartment building owners. And yep. you know, just mechanically do it and you're going to do incredibly well. I the people th- that I've seen that at just do so well. They don't know when to quit. They don't. There's no off switch. True. You know they sleep however many hours they do, yeah. and then they, they get back up. They don't give them, themselves any any reason or excuse to not get something done. My kids need me to do this. My husband wants me to make dinner. Uh, I've got to get a master's degree. I've I successful people that I've been exposed to. I, I've never heard them. I don't think they thinking about it, let alone say it. And so, where there's a will.
1: That's good. Good point. Thank you. Jack, do you have something manplanish, manplan.comish, I should say? <laughs> that's, a, that's a mouthful to share with us today.
0: Yeah, I've been uh, running across people that have statistical obsession uh, recently, and I'm very, very aware of what that's all about because I had it. And sometimes I still have it, or I, I look at it. I'm analyzing something. It's it's a version of analysis paralysis, but it's a little worse. <sighs> analysis paralysis you can get over, where you're just analyzing and analyzing and analyzing. Am I pricing this mailer right? What else can I be doing? Can I do this more? And, and we learn this in school. The problem with formal education, one of the problems, or it was for me anyway. Thank God that chapter of my life is over. Is that unlike a job when you're done uh, at three o'clock or five o'clock or whatever you're done in college. Oh man, I really probably should study more for this exam. Oh no, you know I should do this over here instead. And so, analysis paralysis is, uh, in my mind, a psychological extension of that. Of oh, Jesus, just not done. Well, the mailer's not done yet. I don't, I don't, it's you know. And so, I see this a lot with uh, computer designers and uh, uh, programmers, where because no computer program is ever going to be released bug-free. It just doesn't happen. How many updates do you do on Windows every single month? <laughs> good point you know it's just not done yet it'll never be done artists are like this the painting's never done if you're a true artist you always somebody made you stop i've heard animators say this too like disney animators say in a little section that they're working on you know the only reason that i released this is because they told me i had to be done with it
1: i deadline. love this what version of jack are we on right now blank point oh. Oh, (laughs) I thought you were gonna say one for every year. Oh, yeah, (laughs) yeah. let's take it. 58.0.
0: How
1: about hi? We're you know what? We're on Jill. This is Jill (laughs) 102.0.
0: No, it's over. Statistical obsession. Oh, it's
1: over. Oh, just as good as it's gonna get. Oh, actually, I'm going backwards. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Are you here at wait timeout? are you telling me I have I get to expect no <laughs> no, no updates yeah. of any kind no
0: improvements for
1: the rest of my life <laughs> with you oh
0: we oh there won't be I'll tell you this no improvements at work but socially there won't be there will be <laughs> okay we'll have improvements
1: Jeez. <laughs> this would be bad keep coming home and saying baby this is it this is as good as it's gonna get today is that. the height of my everything I've
0: been saying that since I've met you.
1: Just so you know. she just refused
0: to believe it. It is
1: really downhill for me. I mean, really downhill from here. You just can expect this See this body? It's all going (laughs) to fall apart more than it already has. I've just stopped caring.
0: Most women. This is man plan right now. I know. Most women. And I'm going to
1: eat whatever I damn want.
0: (laughs) Most women believe they can improve their man, even if they're, you know, in their 80s. Well. Oh, he's going to be fine tomorrow. He's an idiot today. He's going to be fine tomorrow.
1: (laughs) That is kind of true. And this is what
0: I'm going to do to make sure I'm going to do this, 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 and this to make sure he's better tomorrow.
1: Every day we see potential in our man.
0: It's hopeless, ladies. Totally hopeless. There we go. Statistical obsession is worse than uh, analysis paralysis because I've noticed that people ask the same questions over and over and over again until they get the right answer. And then they ask a different question over and over and over again until they get the answer that they want. And then it continues and continues and continues. The opposite of that is Jill. Jill says, let's send a bunch of freaking mail out and see what happens. Whatever happens, I'm gonna make something happen. Oh, we'll we'll buy some property. Trust me, me. you send out 15,000 mailers at 20%, we're gonna buy some dirt. She takes takes it on. A person that's got statistical obsession is going to say, well, I'm going to send out 15,000 mailers and I'm going to buy three properties. And if I don't, I'm going to break down and have a nervous breakdown because I only only bought two. I'm supposed to buy three. It's a Rain Man thing. Mm. It's worse. It's worse than analysis paralysis. So you have to just prepare yourself. And this is because it's not just land or real estate or anything. I think this is a personality thing.
1: Thank you for bringing this up. I think this is prevalent in our group because you know who you are, data people. Yeah. This is your thing. That's right. Not my thing. <laughs>
0: I don't i you know i think you put a lot of undue completely undue pressure on yourself and True. i think i'm sure that this stops a lot of people from uh, continu- continuing on in their uh whatever they're trying to pursue in their life whatever uh, um you know, whether it's relationships or uh or you know accumulating the wealth that you know that you are worthy of
1: well do you think the people that in our group who are hung up on mailer yield are only because they want to do better than that Then the next person? Uh Uh-uh. Oh.
0: I think they want to implement. It's a budget to actual that I talked about earlier. Okay. I think, you know, Jack, you said it's every 5,000 units, and I got 8,500. I had to send out 8,000 units. I see this in Discord all the time. Okay, I had to send out 8,000 units instead of 5. I thought it was supposed to be 5. In yeah. fact, three years ago, you said it was 2,500. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. After that, the personality scenario takes over. They either blame themselves, they blame me. Uh, but instead They're of... Mom. Instead of... in the In the end, there's something going on below the surface that... Is not allowing them to chill out and say yeah but I made $82,000 so my mailer is a little bit different than I thought so what it doesn't fit into that box that I'm so trying to chase mm-hmm. or you know worse is I married this girl and she you know her hair was long and now it's short and I that's it <laughs> <The> statistical obsession <laughs> You're just stuck.
1: Whoa. Whoa. It okay. makes you
0: stuck. Wow. Okay. It this makes I'm you learning stuck. new
1: information.
0: And, and uh, you know, it makes you. St- it you st- it, it doesn't make you stuck. You stuck yourself by glomming onto a couple of statistics. Mailer yields and just an easy way to. That's exam- just scratching the surface, but you thought these five things were going to happen in a marriage, and uh, none of them happened. These other things over here happened. That's the way life is.
1: Yeah.
0: You have to b- embrace the fact that it's all going to change three weeks from now. Jeez, if you've ever had children, wow. You have to know that the kids that, when they were five, are different than when they're 15. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're trying to keep them five, I've seen people try to do this. Uh, they want to keep them little. Yep. That's totally selfish. I understand. <laughs> It's a condescending tone on the way down to make me stop.
1: No, I'm just gonna say, are you are you upset? <laughs> no. Are you okay? Right. <laughs> no, not at all.
0: Okay. I never. I've, I've had analysis of paralysis, you know, early in my career, really bad. But it's a set obsession. Is you have to really look yourself in the mirror and say and chill out.
1: Hey, don't forget, you can reach us for questions and help just by texting 480-530-7383.
0: Join us next Wednesday for another interesting episode. You are not alone in your real estate ambition.
1: We are are Jack Jack and Jill. Information and inspiration
0: to buy undervalued property.